0: Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8, 88, wherever you are on the Faith FM network. And this morning, you are joined by myself, Lawson, and sitting across from me, we've got none other than Lyle Southwell here on Faith FM Breakfast Radio in 2024, our first show for the year. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. Lyle. Yes,
1: you, I'm doing fantastically. Double L team back
0: together <laughs> again. <laughs> yes, briefly for the start of the year, getting things kicked off, living our best lives. Oh, what you get up to over the holidays?
1: Oh, so we went to Queensland. That was pretty awesome. Uh, long drive up to Emerald. Big shout out to all of our listeners in Emerald this morning. Mm-hmm. Got to meet some of our uh, listeners, Emerald list- listeners, while we're up there. So that was pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I've been the last week at summer camp up at Stewart's Point. I uh, as as have I. But not at Stuart's point. The opposite opposite direction. Yeah, we, we went opposite direction. I went right. north.
0: You went south. That's right. Well, it's been a real blessed period for me over the summer. I had a great time. Shout out everyone who lives in Melbourne and also some, like the the north. Northern Melbourne suburbs, like, you know, your Marysville and launching place and whatnot, hanging out in those areas. And then then down, I was hanging out west, you know, in the city and whatnot, just living my best life. I've, it's actually become a bit of a yearly pilgrimage for me to go down to Melbourne and, and spend time there. I wouldn't call Victoria friends. a pilgrimage. No, it, well, it is but for me. It is for me now. Hey, you get to go and catch up with your friends. That's, so that's right. awesome. It's so good. And then I've spent the last week, not up in Yarra, happening at the North New South Wales summer camps. But down in Jindabyne for the South New South Wales summer camps. So I've been there, hanging out with the kids. I was the I was the speaker for the camp and just sharing there and spending time with these young people and and just seeing amazing things. Like so just, while you're doing
1: ministry of the word, I was doing ministry of
0: sailing. That's so powerful, dude. You were you were you were living the, a very Pauline lifestyle, like <laughs> getting out on the waters and hopefully there were no shipwrecks. Well, coming up in today's show, we are going to be talking about the Pope. We're going to be talking yes. about. Parents. We're gonna be talking about technology as well and doing an interview with Justin Lawman, who's gonna come on and talk about all things politics and prophecy. You're listening to the Breakfast Show
1: podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. You were listening to Steph. Schuler or something, of
0: rubber. <laughs> I'm not sure. How do you Shulter. pronounce it? What? Shulter. shelter, Shluter. shelter, Yeah, you're, we, you're listening to Steph. Uh, yeah, and they had a beautiful song there. Counting my blessings. We're back in in on the breakfast show, Lyle. We're we getting are. it done. We're living our best lives. We've we've had a pretty extended. To- well, you've had a very extended time of uh, of holidays from the breakfast show. I've just I've just had over the summer, but yeah, dude, we're living our best lives here. We're we're kicking goals and Lyle. You guys get for us our first quiz question. Okay, here
1: it comes. Xerxes chose Esther as his queen. Of what nation was Xerxes the king? Oh. You know the answer. Number to call is zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. So call the text on that particular number, and we still do the uh, the whole thing of you Yeah, yeah, dragon rights yeah the rights or That's right.
0: Well, well, we are. There's, there's a few things you can do, Lal. You yes. can send in your text message with the correct answer. And if you send in your text message with the correct answer, you can go into the draw for... Revive an, 3. Revive Cafe Cookbook Number 3 by Jeremy Dixon, which will be our first prize of the year. An amazing, awesome cookbook full of healthy, vegan, tasty recipes that will be just... just make your life better. So you can do that. Or if you want to text him for bragging rights, it's state it or star. You can put a little asterisk or star emoji next to your answer there. But again, Xerxes chose Esther as his queen of what nation was Xerxes the king? Indeed. Absolutely. And and hey, guys, speaking of Xerxes and Esther, I'm actually going to be looking at a little project that's happening in relationship with those two characters. It's actually being done at the moment by the child evangelism fellowship. Now this is really cool. This is essentially a TV series, a cartoon series that is being produced by this group and it comes as a response to the increased degradation of children's content and the ease of access because because children's content and the way children are consuming it is no longer just completely through a television station. Like I remember growing up and you had the classic like children's television stations like nickelodeon or disney or whatever and like all of their advertising for it was targeted towards children and so it had to be vetted for children so it was like g-rated and all of these things now that children are consuming more and more content online it's they they are consistently putting themselves in harm's way like, how this, many stations did you have growing up on tv Ah, uh, oh i had Foxtel. Okay. So like hundreds. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I'm just trying to think of your generation because my generation predates Foxtel, so we had five.
0: Yeah, that's right, that's right, of course. Like, <laughs> my dad always <laughs> talks about that, like, yeah, we we had a TV, but I think he, he didn't have a color TV, my dad, and they had, you know, five or four or five, something like that, and they had a dial that went thunk, between thunk, those stations. That's right, they went between those stations. And my dad always tells me the story of, like, he had a friend with him and his friend had heard from his dad. They, His friend had a, a black and white TV. And my dad had a black and white TV. But at one of their friend's houses, they had a coloured TV. But then they were like, oh, the coloured TV has more radiation. So they remember watching TV... Sitting behind the couch with their eyes peeking over. So, because they're like, they're like, they're like, oh, they didn't want to get done by the radiation. So they're like, oh, and then, you know, eventually myths like that were dispelled. And, and, uh, but th- this is the thing. It's not necessarily the radiation from the TV that's getting kids, but rather now. It's the content, the content that you get from your screen. Yeah. That's right. And, and so they doing some, uh, research into you know children and their interactions online i think they're they're creating increasingly safe spaces for children online recognizing that like youtube kids for example it's like the, you can't there's no comments on the video so that people can't you know, still abuse and or bullying and whatnot and also the advertising but but still uh their findings show that twenty seven percent of children between the age of seven and seventeen have encountered harmful content online. I think it's more. I, I know I know, infinitely I think more. It's way more. But what they have found is that out of those What what age bracket was that? Seven to seventeen, which I'm like No, that's hundred percent. Dude, I I that's I go, 100% right I go on Instagram for like 10 minutes and yeah. find harmful content is, and find absolutely. a bunch of teenagers commenting harmful things on it. So it's, yeah. it's, it's way more, but what is interesting. And I think what is more, more telling from their this definition for
1: harmful is drastically changed. From what, when, this was
0: done by a third party secular, um, firm, this, this particular research, what they found was that those, 27% of children who had found harmful content, well, let's call it 100. But like for those who had found harmful content, I think where the rubber meets the road is that 45% of them had experienced negative side effects and you know consequences in their life due to that content, which I would say, yeah, like 50% of kids aren't maybe resilient enough to handle that kind of thing. And that's totally fine because... Their children. Like so this is, a, this is a
1: secular company, so they're obviously not considering pornography to be harmful content.
0: Uh, potentially not. I, yeah. I'm not exactly sure. But what I do know is that CEF, the Child Evangelism Fellowship, they're like, we just need more content that is good for children.
1: In a safe space. In a safe space.
0: We need safe spaces for children online. And so they, you know, are creating those platforms. And one of their new shows to come out is covering the life of Esther. I actually love the title of this: "God protects His people." The life of Esther. And it's they've gone like, yes, we need safe content. We need content that's high budget as well. We need something. We need things professionally done, but for children in that space. And I, I think I think it's fantastic because it ultimately drives children. To the conclusion from their media consumption that they have a purpose that is greater than the media they consume. Which, what we see proliferated from social media and whatnot, is that purpose is derived within those spaces. You know, whether it's, oh, you know, the amount of likes I get and whatnot. I, I read a really insightful article over the break about. Uh, TV addiction and, and well not necessarily TV addiction but just more technology addiction and how to respond to that as a Christian and the huge point it makes is like it's more than just a boredom issue Like Mm -hmm. a lot of people Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I just watch TV or I just do this or I do that. And and I I don't think that watching a bit of TV or using social media or whatever it may be is completely harmful. I know that, you know, I I went to, I went away over the summer. I went to Melbourne and then I'm like posting pictures on Facebook about it, letting my friends know, because that's how we interact. Like we're in, we're in the 21st century. We're in 2024 now. And those are positive interactions that you can have using social media. But in terms of technology addiction and social media addiction, which man, like, I find myself just you know just falling into scrolling, just falling into dude the big trap, bro. Facebook Marketplace, just scrolling through <laughs> deals on yes. Facebook of, of used <laughs> use, use stuff. That's the biggest rabbit hole it's, ever. It is the whole. I think for for men particularly. It is like the the hole of holes. It's like it's a this black <laughs> hole. of time of like, oh, this bicycle is only five hundred bucks. Oh, this car is someone someone's selling it for two and a half. Whatever it may and be, and you end up buying stuff you completely don't need. Hundred yes. percent, it gets you. But like the point that it was making is that finding purpose outside of technology and what it can give to you, whether it is social media, whether it is Facebook Marketplace, whatever it may be, finding that purpose. And for twenty twenty four. For us, it's like, okay, how do I take a step outside of being in the lane that will lead me to technology addiction? Or maybe you're already there. And it is really being involved in serving Jesus. Mm. Like, we always say that that starts with connecting with him in prayer, reading the Bible, you know, and whatnot. And you can't give something that you don't have. You can't share something that isn't with you already But then using that to be a blessing to others as well. It was interesting. I was down at this summer camp, uh, and on the Friday night, you know, they call it the cry night usually of summer camp. And that's when you're making appeals, and and God really blessed. Like there were kids there who were wanting prayer, wanting to be baptized, wanting to live a life with Jesus. And it was Mm, that age of like mm. 15, 16 where. It, they're coming to those that that fork in the road. Like, which direction am I going to go? They're making their decision of like, am I going to take the HSC and then go to uni and set up my life that way? Am I going to leave school and get a trade? What what am I going to do? And and I was really privileged to be there at that point, like preaching to these kids, like Jesus wants to live a life with you. He's given everything for you. Choose him because he's already chosen you. And that that was the theme for the camp, chosen one. It's like Jesus is the chosen one. He was chosen to solve the problem of sin, and now he's choosing to be with you like that 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 was the point that i was making and and so to see all these kids making decisions but then seeing kids after that coming to me one by one saying i'm struggling with this i'm struggling with this and then just asking simple questions like hey how involved are you at church like how involved how involved does your church get with mission Mm -hmm. and seeing a lot of them saying oh i've done this before but it's not a consistent thing or i've done this and and I just can see so clearly in my life, when I was around that age, a little bit older, 17, 18, making the decision to come to Jesus, the perfect then step for me when it was like, okay, I want to give my life to Jesus immediately to get into mission. Yes. And so absolutely. I think it was very insightful, those experiences and these things that I've been reading over the holidays. And for 2024, maybe you're sitting there and you're like, man, I want to see a change. I want to see me you know, overcome maybe the struggle I'm having with technology or whatever it may be purpose in your heart say i want to be used by god to lead people to him and for his service mm-hmm. and he will absolutely enable you to do so you're listening to the breakfast
1: show podcast on faith fm positively different
0: joined by myself lawson and sitting across from me none other than lyle southwell joining us in the studio this morning lyle yes get us our next clue or next question for the quiz
1: okay so here it comes we have a bit of a theme happening with our quiz this morning before Esther who
0: was the queen oh okay so so we're really we're really getting into the book of Esther and her her story today did we are that's right. If you know the answer, hey, 0491 064 that is the number to text. And if you text that number with the correct answer, you will go into the draw to win our prize for this week, the Revive Cafe Cookbook number three by Jeremy Dixon. Jeremy is a, well, I would say pretty frequent collaborator with Faith FM coming on the show, sharing all about... Cooking and eating, which is, like, two of my favorite things in the whole wide world. And his books are just absolutely fantastic. We want to give one to you absolutely for free. Not like not only are they packed with information, but they're just... Coffee table eye-pleasers. Like, they're just the best. They look amazing. They'll make you hungry just looking at them. That's right. So, 0491 064 669. That is the number to text if you know that answer. Which, again, that question was, before Esther, who was the queen? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Get in for the draw. Lyle. Yes. What is happening in the world of news? More serious news. Okay, so the Methodist
1: Church has been kind enough to inform us all that the term husband and wife is damaging. Really? And we should not be using that terminology anymore. Okay, so what? Okay, it, it, Despite the fact that the Bible uses that terminology. That's right. God is obviously uh, insensitive and non-inclusive. it has got a bigot. Is,
0: apparently is so the, is the Bible apparently bigoted? so
1: according to the Methodist Church this is the case <laughs> because when God talks about husband and wife he's conveying an assumption that is not the reality for many people and it's ah. not inclusive okay. according to the Methodist Church mm-hmm. but then the Methodist Church goes on to tell us mm-hmm. there is an infinite variety in the way that God's creation is expressed in human life mm-hmm. yes. This Uh, this is true.
0: I'd agree with that statement.
1: Yes, there is an Mm -hmm. infinite variety in the way that God's creation is expressed in human life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, when it comes to husband and wife, you know, this is one of those areas in which I always correct people. You know, people talk about my partner, and like, no, it's my wife. Mm -hmm. Don't don't use the term partner (laughs) just because you weren't, but just because you didn't have the guts Uh to make a lifelong commitment to one person. Doesn't mean I didn't have the guts to do so, so don't try and put that on me. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, they made this statement in uh, its inclusive language guide. Mm -hmm. Uh, This guide is updated every six months. The latest six months, they came out and they've now found that the word husband and wife are damaging and should not be used, uh, and advised congregations how to repent of hurtful language. Oh, okay. So now we need to repent. So God needs to repent of this because he's put it from one end of the Bible to the other. Yeah, wow. But anyway, uh, we need to repent of any hurtful language when addressing groups which have been marginalised and or demonised. Mm. So, okay. So wait a minute. Let me, let me get. Let me wrap my head around this for a moment. So using the word husband and wife is demonising. So God has been demonising. So. Who's yeah. who's actually?
0: How does that actually work? We've been talking a little bit facetiously here, right? Because it's it's, I've been, it's been a bit facetious. It, yes, it's it's like we're reading this, kind of shocked that they would make these statements, but simultaneously, did they actually think about this? Well, the Methodist Church and people usually going down this line of theology often make claims that God has been intentionally hurtful in the past, and even that Jesus has as well, and Jesus needed to repent. I I think of the story, for example, uh, where he meets the Syrophoenician woman, and he calls her a little dog. And when you read that story, it's obvious that Jesus is not racist or bigoted. He's, He's making an object lesson to her, not based on his own problems with people, but based on the problems with, and maybe you could say the bigotedness of the Jewish nation at the time. But, some Bible expositors have read into that and say, No, Jesus was struggling with his own form of bigoted racism that he actually that Jesus mm-hmm. himself needed to repent from. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like Jesus is perfect. Like God is is perfect, oh, guys. My. And and in this case, again, they're they're making they're they're making a case against God. And yes, against that's his, right. They're Absolutely. making a case against God, against His love. This is rebellion. And, and claiming it to to, to be from him, which is, uh, anyway, I don't know. Um,
1: they're going to say that uh, other language, such as saying, using the term brother and sister, is uh, hurtful because um, it's, uh, you're assuming that somebody is binary, mm-hmm. and that we should, rather than using the term brother and sister, we should use the title MX because that applies to everybody. MX. Now, now I'm not familiar with.
0: You're you of the I, inclusive generation. I, Tell I, me. D- yeah, ed- yeah, educate me. MX. I have never heard that. Like, I. This kind of reads a lot to me, like, I remember in the early 2010s, there was, like, stuff in, like, mum's Facebook groups that I would post, like, how to decipher your kid's uh, texting language, and it would be, like, wrong assumptions for what like particular abbreviations mean (laughs) and uh, uh, this kind of reads a bit to me like they're trying to lean so heavily into inclusive language that they've made something that's not really there i've never heard of mx
1: okay i'm relieved to hear that you've never heard of mx because i've never heard of it before so that means i'm not that far out of the loop as what i thought i might have otherwise been being an X general okay um okay just to summarize up there is nothing loving about empowering a person's mental illness Mm. that Mm. is not loving Um, and nice being nice is not necessarily being loving and this Mm. is one of the traps that uh, the woke world is falling into is they're assuming that being nice because just be nice to people just be nice Mm. no the bible says we are to love people and that's a big difference You know, Jesus says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what we're seeing here is, you know, this originates in bad parenting. Parents who refuse to discipline their children because they always want to be nice to their children. And so they, 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 these children grew up with this concept that niceness is what we need to be being rather than loving is what we should be being. And of course, then you've got the helicopter parenting, which is, you know, remove any kind of thing that might be the slightest, you know, little, Uh, obstacle for any children, which has now come through to helicopter governance. Mm. And helicopter parenting is not healthy, neither is helicopter governance. But moving on, another important story here that we need to talk about before we finish up, and that is uh, parents outraged after their school assigned a fifth-grade girl a bed with a male student on... A school overnight trip. So, school excursion overnight, and their fifth-grade girl gets assigned to sleep in the same bed as a boy. Okay. Because he turned up and said, I'm a girl. Oh.
0: And and they just...
1: Now there's a couple of things that the 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 couple of alarm bells that go off in my mind here right. Sure. First of all, why are you putting kids in the same bed together?
0: Yeah. Already like even that's if they e- even if they're the same gender, like that's Even if they're the that's... same gender, why that is just weird. Yeah.
1: You know, and, and unhealthy. Yeah. Uh I I don't see anything healthy about that if, uh, whatsoever at all. But apparently uh, they they were staying in this hotel and all the kids were sharing a bed. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this particular eleven-year-old girl calls her mum and's like, "Well, I've been assigned a bed with a boy,
0: mm. uh,
1: and he got to sleep in that bed with that girl because he was just like, oh, 'Oh, I'm a girl.' Yeah, wow. Uh, so this was in Colorado. They were on a cross-country trip to Philadelphia and Washington DC, where students uh, would share rooms. And so, you know, she's got a she's got a she's got a shower. She's got a dress. You know, I'm sure she can go into the bathroom and close the door and all that, but that's just like super uncomfortable. Yeah. And this isn't an era. Okay. This isn't an era where one in four girls are abused before they become an adult. Mm -hmm. And the majority of that abuse that takes place at school takes place on school excursions. School excursions are the most vulnerable time for abuse that there is ever. Wow. Because, you know, you're out of school hours, you know, the rules loosen up a bit, all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, my advice is that if your students, if your, if your children are going on an excursion, be there, go on the excursion with them, make the sacrifice it 's worth it because these are dangerous times in which we live mm. um, and basically the policy violates you know the sincerely held religious beliefs of the uh, parents and children. Uh, it violates parental rights, it violates privacy rights. the parents
0: were not informed of any of this. Mm. Uh, And that's usually how it goes in these stories. It's like the parents are in the dark, and then this thing happens. The school just does it. It, And the school has come out and
1: affirmed that they will continue to force girls to sleep with boys while on school excursions. They've just doubled down on it. Wow.
0: that's hectic. Yeah. That's heavy. Oh, I, I... Like... As an adult and, you know, I, I I look at a younger generations that I feel awfully sorry for them and I see that we have a great responsibility to uphold the standards of truth that God has given us. Absolutely. You're listening to The Breakfast
1: Show Podcast
0: on Faith FM, positively different. Joined by myself, Lawson, and we have Lyle sitting across from me in the studio and you are going to get for us our next question for the quiz. Okay, the
1: next question is, in what manner was Esther chosen to be the new queen? The number to call is 0491064669, and you can go in the running for? The Revive Cafe Cookbook. Number number three. three.
0: Yep, so we want to give that to you. How many of those are there? There's eight of them now. And Jeremy just keeps pumping him out. Like, he, he's, he's not slowing down. He's not stopping. A he's machine. Like, and, and which is fantastic because one of these books is heavy enough to do damage. Like, if you started to use it as a weapon, but like, like, there's, <laughs> some, there's some serious, some serious, you know, I, my brain got, never went
1: that direction, Lawson.
0: That's right. I don't know why I, feel I like didn't think of it. It's a good metric for like how, if you want to talk about like how packed a book is, it's like how much damage could it inflict? Can I knock a person out with this? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Can I
1: stave in their skull? Maybe not.
0: Hey, 0491. If you're worried about the way that Lawson's brain works... (laughs) In what manner was Esther chosen to be the new queen? Hey 0491064669. If you get your answers in, the more answers that you give, the more chances you have in the draw at the end of the week. Right now we've come to our interview time for today and we have a favorite segment here on Faith FM none other than Justin Lawman talking about all things politics and prophecies. Justin, how are you doing this morning? Is he, there? is he there with us? Where, where, where? We had him a second ago. We, where, where have we got Justin? Did he, I, he was, I can hear you. Oh, there you. we go. There we go. Hey, Justin, how are can you? Can you hear me? Am oh, I here? Yes, you are here. We can hear you.
2: Uh, Excellent, mate. Good to talk to you. Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, oh, happy, yeah happy New Year to you too, Justin. It's uh, fantastic to have you on <laughs> the show. Mm. Yeah,
2: and, and that's Lyle the South pole there today, is it?
0: Yes, that's right. Lyle's in here. Joining us, getting it done for our first show of the year, actually. Our first live show of the year.
2: Awesome. Are you, are you coping?
0: Oh, I mean, no, nah, Lyle's good. I, I back Lyle. i got nothing bad <laughs> to say about him. I'm, I'm, hey, Lyle's, actually,
1: Lyle's feeling a bit rusty, but uh, Lawson's killing it.
0: It's actually it's actually a bit of a flashback. And, mate, we're, we're grateful to have you in here as well. I, I think it was it was probably you that employed Lyle for this role. So, you know, this, this is a bit of a reunion of sorts.
2: Kind of is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but Justin, we're so glad to have you on and, and we we hope that you've had a great break and we know that you've, you've got lots going on down there in the South New South Wales land of churches and ministry and all of those things, but we also want to ask, what is happening around the world as well?
2: What isn't happening would be easier, I think. I mean, it is, <laughs> and the world is in such turmoil if mm. you step back and have a look at We could just go on and on just on one area, but there's like 10 areas all sort of interlinked and going Mm -hmm. on together. Mm -hmm. Um, So, look, I I was gonna talk about this whole year of 24, the big things happening, Mm -hmm. but there's some immediate things happening uh, that are going on, and I'm on here regularly talking with people, so i just do a little bit of recap, because some people might be jumping in for the first time. Big things that are coming to a head in the world. One of them is economics. Mm. And the debt levels hit December 18. I think we hit 34 trillion of debt in the US. Mm. They'll hit 35 trillion by March. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so we have been like so watching much. the the continual march, essentially or the, the continual growth of this, and at every what is it, ninety is, days, is it's pop. eclipsing a, another another billion, and they keep raising the the ceiling. But this
2: is going to pop. This can't go on as it is mm-hmm. uh, for for another ten years. So I think this is, this is crazy. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know what they can do. Um, they, they don't seem to want to address it or, or do anything about it, but um, that's going on. But the, the big thing in the world right now is this battle between globalism and popularism. Mm. And the reason all over the world, from Argentina through to Poland, everywhere there's this battle going on, as the globalists are, are really struggling to hold on to power, mm. and you see this: that the Iowa has their caucus our time tomorrow for the Republican nomination, mm. and that that caucus, um, Donald Trump is by far he's some polls having fifty points ahead of the others, so. They hate Donald Trump with such a passion because he's not part of this globalist mentality where we want to get rid of nations and borders and and take everything down. This election that's going to happen in November of this year, mm. it'll be it's going to be one of the biggest. Um, side's going to win. Mm. And it will mean death to the other side. It's it's a it's a knife fight. Mm. Um, maybe it's a gunfight. I'm not sure, but that's that's going on as we speak. It's going to be minus 20 degrees. I don't know how <laughs> it is up Newcastle Way this morning, guys. But um, oh,
0: it's it's warmer this year here this morning. <laughs> yeah we're 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 feeling we're feeling the heat. It's it's a bit rainy, a bit windy, but. Yeah, nothing, nothing like the the states at the moment. It's not cold and no. icy like both uh, the weather and the political situation as well.
2: The the battle that's going on there, and then we add to this what's going on in the Middle East, mm. the Houthis and the bombing of the Houthis. Mm. Um, I believe, the, and I'm I'm just gonna pull over because I'm getting right into the middle of camera here. I think mm. you guys are having trouble hearing me. So let me just swap my speaker here. Mm-hmm. Can you guys hear me now?
1: Yeah, we, we've got you. much better. Much better.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that. So it, the Middle East is, looks like it's going to explode here. Uh, mm. I believe that the US, and this is just Justin's opinion based on lots of other uh, evidence that's going on, The Biden side of politics, which represent the globalists, are really, um, I think they need a war, Mm -hmm. as sad and as cynical as that sounds to me, that, um, they are losing this election already, like, big time, Mm -hmm. and a conflict always helps the current government, Mm -hmm. and, um, The bombings and the missile strikes that came from submarines over the weekend with their Tomahawk missiles uh, took out all the radar installations Mm. uh, in Yemen and that means they're they're now blind to use their missiles and drones against the shipping so uh, America's taken some action there. Iran of course is in the background and Israel is is shaping up with Lebanon and Hezbollah all at the same time, and they don't seem to want to step back from that. So watch the Middle East. Mm. Uh, This has got potential to become a major, major conflict, and it seems to me we're already a a long way down that road, Mm. a long way down that road. Another aircraft carrier group came into the Red Sea area just over the weekend, so... Um, there was a Taiwan election. Yes. Uh, <laughs> people sort of, uh, big deal, Taiwan. But uh, China had threatened Taiwan that if they elect the wrong government, it would lead to war. Well, they elected the wrong government for in China's eyes because yeah. they elected someone that really doesn't want anything to do with mainland Communist Party. Mm-hmm. They want to be independent. And that just happened. Yeah. And Watch this space Excellent. as if there's not enough going on. And, and this um, is the thing,
1: Justin, when you look at what's happening in Russia and Ukraine, uh, the Middle East, all we need is for China to go to war and we have World War Three.
2: Yeah, and America is so stretched all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Uh, Australia is very, very reliant on America and their protection and World War Three. We'll be using technology the likes of which the world has never seen, Mm. which means, um, you know, the Bible said there'll come a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even unto that time. Mm. You can see how these things are going to very quickly spin out of control. And uh, 2024 is going to be a big year on many, many fronts. Mm. And that's certainly... um, yeah, that's certainly a, a big thing to watch in this. All these things are linked mm-hmm. so that the um, even even the industry, I'll call it the climate change industry, as much as we want to control the weather and we're worried about what's happening to the global weather, they're using this as another mechanism to get control and get power. And that's all tied up with everything that's going on. So um, we know that ultimately our ability to have freedom to worship and to follow God as we want to, as the Bible would want us to, is going to be challenged. And all of these big political things, all of these dynamics going on in the world, we don't know the timing, we don't know the when, And sometimes we're not even sure the exact how, but what's going on now has, it's unprecedented Mm. in my lifetime, in the lifetime of I think anyone. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time to be alive. But this election in the US is what I'm watching most closely because of the role that America has at the, at the final, time before jesus comes back to the world
0: yes of course like the the information that the bible gives us about and again a a rise of a a globalist movement that is you could say almost populist in nature. like a a globalist movement that causes heavy divides between people uh and you know forces of those who are wanting to worship god out of the, the ability to do that and so as we're seeing this, this these powers fight and these elections take place, it, it is the thing to watch for and the thing to notice. And we're seeing the the building blocks being laid down. It's it's interesting you mentioned the the, the Taiwanese election. I had, I have a number of friends from Taiwan that felt so they they live in the West now, like they have you know almost about like they have PR here in Australia and whatnot. I I, I saw a number of Taiwanese friends jump on planes heading back to Taiwan just to vote in this election. Because they to felt they felt that it was so necessary, and we're seeing there, like as you said, you know the 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 potential conflicts that are coming up are going to be using technology that we've never seen before, and and Taiwan really represents that as it is one of the technological centers of the world, and the election there has become an issue of geopolitics of you know and re- regarding the technology there and, and conflict over that, and and now that as you said, the 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 wrong president has been elected. Again, these, these, uh, these building blocks have been, the, the foundation has been laid essentially, uh, for, for conflict, uh, and for, for growth and for some of the, some sense. of the
2: commentators I'm listening to are saying they believe that China will blockade slash or invade mm. Taiwan by the spring in the Northern hemisphere. Mm. Now that's pure speculation, but, uh, it, it's not It's not unrealistic that we could see this year uh, China act on that. And at the same time, the Iranians uh, towards Israel, Russia and Ukraine, the Ukrainians are losing this war, and Russia is making, um, it's getting the job done on their side, and it, 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 this is not going to end well. Mm. So... There's trouble on every side, fellas. It uh, mm. doesn't matter where you look. And, and domestically, I, we haven't even gone to stuff going on. Um, and, yeah, uh, watch America. Mm. What yeah, happens want, in this election?
1: I just want to jump in there, uh, Justin, and say, you know, Revelation chapter 13 is the chapter of the Bible that we need to be studying right now in relationship to the mm. United States. And, you know, for our listeners out there, if uh, Revelation 13 is something you've got questions about, give us a call here at Faith FM. We can we can organize um, Bible studies in a whole bunch of different formats, whether uh, online, in person, correspondence, whatever it might be. Um, if you want somebody to stop by your home and just say, hey, look, this is some insights into Revelation 13, let us know here. Give us a call. Send us a text message. 0491064669 is the number because uh, what Justin is talking about is, is, you know, we are seeing the Bible being fulfilled in front of us right now.
2: I've got to say, Lyle, but J.N. Andrews in the 1860s identified America as the second beast of Revelation 13. Mm. And everyone thought, this guy's nuts. they can't even, you know, the American Indians were beating them. Uh, how, How could they become the world superpower Here we are today. The beautiful thing about Bible prophecy, you don't have to believe it. Just watch, Mm. just keep living, and you'll see it's right. It's right. It's always come right. And and now here they are. Everyone's thinking, oh, China's going to take over the world, and America's finished, and all that. I'm telling you now, on the basis of Scripture, that's not going to happen.
1: Watch the United States. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Hey, watch this space. Justin, thank you so much for joining us this morning to give us some insight into what's happening around the world.
2: Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.